pretty sure we have a terrorist sympathizer working in the halls of Congress, and yet everyone is focused on a tweet the president sent out. It's a tweet. The big story is the Al-Qaeda sympathizer and the fact that Ilhan Omar, she refuses to denounce them, and the fact that Ayanna Presley refuses to denounce Antifa. Say it with me, ladies. I do not support Al-Qaeda. I do not support Antifa. See? See that? It's not that hard, unless it's not true. So this is how, this is how the left-wing media wins the narrative every damn time. Those tweets were not racist. I do not have a racist bone in my body, says the president. Well, no one thought it was. No one thought it was racist until the mainstream media insisted it was. And now everyone and their mother is forced to respond. But guys, psst, we've got terrorist sympathizers in our government. Why is that not the headline on every website? They will not denounce terrorists, but telling them to leave, telling them to go is the grave affront to decency. No, expel them. Expel the Al-Qaeda enablers. Anyway, our sponsor today is Home Title Lock. I know you're thinking, oh, it could never happen to me, but you're wrong. So if you're getting robocalls, be careful. They could be scammers trying to steal your home's title. Here's the issue. Here is the prob. Your home's title and mortgage records are online. And when a data breach occurs, like recently, and millions of home titles and mortgages are exposed to thieves, that's when the risk of home title fraud skyrockets. So here's how they do it. They forge documents stating that you sold your home listing themselves as the new owner. And then they take out loans against your home and stick you with the payments. And no insurance, no bank or identity theft program protects you. But for pennies a day, Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's online title. So if you're getting credit card or loan or robocalls or mail, Home Title Lock will get you through this period with 60 day, 60 risk-free days of protection. Register your address now to verify you're not already a victim and protect your home's title. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. That is HomeTitleLock.com. I do not support Al-Qaeda. I do not support Al-Qaeda. Look, it's not that hard to say. And yet Congresswoman Ilhan Omar, she won't say that simple sentence. We didn't get that from her. Yesterday, the Hamas caucus, they gave a press conference. Think about this. They took an entire day to plan a press conference to respond to a tweet. I mean, shouldn't their constituents be furious right now? Like, is that what they're paying them to do? To organize a press conference to respond to a 280-character message from the president? Now, should the president have told Ilhan Omar to go back to her original country. Yes. The other three, though, doesn't make a lot of sense. Doesn't really make a lot of sense. I mean, they're from America. But like we said yesterday, Rashida Tlaib, she didn't really seem upset by the fact that the president implied she was not from America. She said, excuse me, sir, but I, for one, am very proud of my Palestinian heritage. But Ilhan Omar, who, if you remember, she took a terrorism class, Yeah, she took a very terrorism class. 
she still will not denounce al-Qaeda. Watch. Can you respond to some of the president's specific claims, most notably that you're a communist and that you're pro-al-Qaeda? <laughs> You might have noticed how when he said, go back to where you came from, there was an uproar um, through the um, through all of our communities, because every single person who's brown and black at some point in their life in this country heard that. Now, when he made the comment, uh, I know that every single Muslim who has lived in this country and across the world has heard that comment. And so I will not dignify it with an answer because I know that every single Islamophobe, every single person who is hateful, who is uh, driven um, by an ideology of othering as this president is, uh, rejoices in us responding to that and us defending ourselves. I do not expect every time there is a white supremacist who attacks or there is a, uh, a white man who kills in, uh, in a school or in a movie theater or um, in, uh, uh, in a mosque or in a synagogue, I don't expect my white community members to respond on whether they love that person or not. And so I think it is beyond time, it's beyond time to ask Muslims to condemn terrorists. We are no longer going to allow uh, the dignification of such ridiculous, ridiculous statement. So that was not a denunciation. And, and one more thing about everyone saying every black and every brown person has been told at some point in their life to go back to their country. I had to say from personal experience, I've never been told to go back to my country. I don't know. Maybe they're saying it behind my back. But I don't think it's a I don't think that's a thing unless you espouse foreign ideologies. All right. So as to denounce communism, as to denounce Al Qaeda, she skirted it. She skirted it like an Argentinian steak and then somehow implied that if she has to answer for Al-Qaeda, then all white men should have to answer for mass shootings. And it's not true that the president never has to answer for mass shootings. Every time there is a mass shooting, the slops in the media, they come rushing to him. Mr. President, Mr. President, will you denounce the shooter? And he, of course, does. And, you know, most white guys you talk to are happy to denounce mass shootings. But she's not happy to denounce al-Qaeda. She's not happy to denounce communism. The problem here is, little missy, is that you will not denounce al-Qaeda. And to this day, we have no record, we have no instance of this woman saying, yes, I denounce al-Qaeda. I denounce terror. So Trump is absolutely right to call her out on that. It's horrifying. Here's what he said about her yesterday. I mean, I look at the one, I look at Omar, I don't know, I never met her. I hear the way she talks about Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda has killed many Americans. She said, you can hold your chest out. You can, when I think of America, huh? When I think of Al-Qaeda, I can hold my chest out. 
when she talked about the World Trade Center being knocked down, some people. You remember the famous some people. Uh, these are people that, in my opinion, hate our country. I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, he's not, he's not just making it up. You know, there's all, if you search for Ilhan Omar Al-Qaeda on Google, the only thing that comes up are New York Times, CNN, and ABC articles about how the president is lying about her comments on Al-Qaeda. Well, watch them for yourself. There is enough evidence out there to raise serious concerns about Ilhan Omar's love for these terrorist groups. I remember um, when I was in college, I took uh, a terrorism class, and is that a such thing? Yeah, there was. So you go. Was, out, there is a lab for that. There was. A, there was a class that you. Do you go to lab? <laughs> no, go we, 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 we learned the, the ideology of. I'm glad um, you do that. <laughs> and so it was. It was the the thing that was interesting in the class was every time the 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 professor said Al Qaeda, he sort of like his shoulders yeah. went up and you know yeah he's in command like, here Al Qaeda you know husband he's an expert and it, was, <laughs> and it was you know as what's his it, name as, what a put his oh, name on the not, we, we what are does not he have saying his name uh, yeah you, you probably get to see him on on CNN and well, yeah items. of course I love those guys but you know but 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 it is it is that you don't say America with an yeah. intensity you yeah. don't say England yeah. with yeah. an intensity you yeah. know you don't you don't say um, the army with an intensity Qaeda. <laughs> but you say these these names because you you want that that word to carry weight I mean that's literally what the president said lying about her words about al-qaeda well, it wasn't an exact quote. He can't paraphrase. You know, Al-Qaeda. <laughs> Al-Qaeda. You say it with big strength. And then she's laughing about it or yucking it up with the professor. I mean, she's scoffed at the idea that a professor in America, a professor at a university in America would profess concern and take seriously a terrorist organization like Al-Qaeda. I mean, what's so scary about Al-Qaeda? Nothing, I guess if you're one of their supporters, and this flippancy toward our enemy, an enemy that has killed and tortured thousands of people worldwide, it's not an isolated incident. It's not like, oh, come on, now we all find terrorist organizations a little funny from time to time. Give the congresswoman a break. No, it's a recurring theme with her. CARE was founded after 9-11 because they recognized that some people did something and that all of us were starting to lose access to our civil liberties. Some people did something. Those people she's talking about are Al-Qaeda. I mean, I truly do not understand how any American could tolerate such a casual dismissal of a terror group like the Al-Qaeda thugs. Does Ilhan Omar, does she condone their actions? We don't know because she won't condemn them. You know, not every Muslim in America is on tape yucking it up. They want to say this is Islamophobic. Not every Muslim in America is on tape yucking it up about how funny terrorism is. But speaking of terror, Ayanna Presley, another member of the squad, she's like the, she's like the squad's affirmative action pity case. She refused to denounce the Antifa terrorist in the halls of of Congress. I mean, is it really hard for her to say that Antifa terrorists who attacked the ICE facility in Washington, is it really that hard for her to say, I disavow? Really simple question. Will you condemn Antifa for attacking an ICE facility? It's very simple. Will you tell Americans not to attack violently ICE facilities? Just say no. 
it would be a very simple thing to say and it would go a long way to tell Americans that you're not sympathetic to Antifa. Are you sympathetic to Antifa? Excuse me, sir. I'm trying to walk over here. Why, why is it a hard thing for you to say? Are they your base? Are you worried that they're Excuse not going to vote for you? Can you stop? Are you ashamed at all? I mean, this sir? this is a pretty simple answer. Excuse me, sir. I, you're, I know, you're I know. Creeping in too far, and I need this to is a really simple answer. So this would be great if you could just back up. It's a very simple answer. I'm going to ask you one more time, sir, please. Okay, ask me sir, another time. Please. It's not going to change. I just want an answer. Do you condemn Antifa for their violent actions against American law enforcement? Just say no. I mean, how, how difficult is that? I love that there's like the little mouse. There's like a little mouse. Excuse me, excuse me. Could you please get out of the way? Who is that? Anyway, why is it difficult? Why is it difficult? It's difficult because she knows that's her base. And she knows if she disavows, she's going to lose votes. So she cannot disavow. She cannot disavow Antifa terrorists, and then she's all confused when someone calls her un-American. Hmm, I wonder why. It might have something to do with your refusal to denounce terrorists, because when you refuse to denounce terrorists, like Miss Omar and Miss Presley, it is not out of bounds to face questions and criticism about your disturbing comments. Of course they have, of course they have, however, their perfect little victim defense all lined up. He's launching a blatantly racist attack on four duly elected members of the United States of House of Representatives, all of whom are women of color. This is the agenda of white nationalists. Whether it is happening in chat rooms or it's happening on national TV, and now it's reached the White House Garden. United States of House of Representatives. Now, I know she, English is not her first language, but I feel like if you're serving in the body, you should know what it's called. But you know what? I, I mean, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this. Yeah, listen, pal. It's not only white nationalists who are concerned about terrorism. Believe it or not, it's not just the white nationalists in this country. It is a universal issue that affects all of us. And Ilhan Omar, she's hiding behind her skin color to avoid responsibility for her words. I mean, this is her playbook, right? This is all of their playbooks. At that press conference, they all played the victim card. So she and her squad gals, they're installing themselves as the de facto representatives, not of the people from their districts who voted for them, you know, the ones who voted for them, but in fact of all women of color, so that any legit criticism against them can be reframed by them as an attack on all black and brown women in America. It is racist. How dare you question a woman of color? This is racism. And it's phony. It's phony. If this were any other member of Congress with such a heinous record of anti-American rhetoric and comments and sentiments, they would be expelled from Congress so fast your head would spin. So I wonder how much longer, how much longer is Nancy Pelosi going to let this kind of filth permeate within her ranks before taking action? You know, because the poll numbers, they show it's not very effective. You know, the American people, they don't particularly like these women. Among swing voters, Alejandria Ocasio-Cortez has 22% faith. 
favorability. And Ilhan Omar has 9%, 9%. And they have to note, it's so low that they have to note this is not a typo. It's that low. And you know what? It's not because of her skin color. Because Barack Obama, Barack Obama had pretty high favorability. So it's not her skin color. It's her ideas. And yet the media, they're a bunch of pathetic fools falling for cheap tricks, falling for salacious gossip. But the president's talking about Democratic congresswomen who need to go back to where they're from. It's 2019, we're two and a half years in the Trump presidency and his racism is becoming more obvious, more frightening. There are millions of Americans, black and brown Americans, who know exactly what he means when he says, go back to where you came from. They've heard those words on the schoolyard, behind their backs at work. That kind of racism that Americans have been fighting against for decades is coming from the president's Twitter feed. There's no bigger story in the country right now. Again, never heard. It might just be me. It really might just be me, but I've never heard that. And of course, because Brian Stelter, he says this is the biggest story in the country right now. The rest of the media, they follow suit. And, you know, they actually score a double whammy from this, right? Because on one hand, they can help out their progressive pals, Ilhan Omar and Ayanna Presley, by helping to brush away the focus, brush away the focus on legitimate questions being raised against them. And on the other hand, they get to, and yes, pun intended, act as white knights for their damsels in distress. Shh, shh. Yes, girls, fear not. We are here to save you. And once we're done, no one ever again will be able to get away with asking a brown or black woman any questions at all, right? That's what they're trying to do. They want to make people of color immune from criticism so they can push radical agendas. And so you've also got Shep Smith over at Fox News saying basically the same thing as Brian Stelter. Our reporting begins this Monday with President Trump's latest misleading and xenophobic eruption of distraction and division. So that's his lead story of the week. I mean, put it in to perspective, it was a tweet. It was a tweet. They are right. It is a distraction. And the president knows that he can cause a distraction with just the tip of his thumbs, because if it's something big, if it's something big enough, that's all they're going to cover. You know, he had to top, he had to top Kofefe. You know, but their reaction to it plays right into his hand, because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, watching that press conference, watching the girls of the squad, girls of the squad air their grievances and talk about how much they hate America and refuse to condemn communism and refuse to condemn terrorism and refuse to condemn Al Qaeda. All that does when the American people see that is make them want to put President Trump in office for another term. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief Podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.